Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, everyone. This is the Millionaire Hippies Podcast with your host, Boom Shika, where we chat about spirituality, business, and health. We all want to live self-actualizing, fulfilling lives with joy, prosperity, and gratitude. Let's go on this beautiful journey together. Hey everyone, Boomshika here. I'm so excited that you guys are joining me on the day three of learning. So for seven days, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be talking about the different books that have changed my life, that have helped me in a lot of different ways. And so the first day, we spoke about the book, um, oh my goodness, I can't remember, <laughs> Wow. Anyways, and yesterday we spoke about the book, The Power of Habit. Today we'll be speaking about the book, Daring Greatly by Bren Brown. 
And it's amazing. It's one of the best books I've read on shame and vulnerability in a long time. I don't think there's a lot of books about shame and vulnerability out there, but she was brave enough to talk about this really hard hot topic to talk about. I mean, everyone experiences shame. We all do, but no one actually talks about it. And that's one of the things she says in her books is that everyone feels shame. Shame about not being good enough, not being worthy enough, not being enough in any shape or form. It's what the imposter syndrome is all about. It's what entrepreneurs feel on a daily basis that why would anyone listen to me? I'm an imposter. Why would anyone care about what I have to say? Why should I even bother? Everyone has these feelings inside of them and they're all about feeling shame. But what happens is that what she says is that we all feel shame, but we don't talk about it. It's like, it's like sex or politics, religion. These are topics that we completely avoid because we are afraid to speak about them. Same thing with shame. Everyone feels it. Everyone feels not enough. Everyone feels not worthy. Everyone is numbing themselves. Everyone is trying to cover up those feelings, but no one is talking about it. Except for when she actually wrote this book, she said that it's important. And that's the reason she wrote this book. The funny thing is that she actually talks about in her book how she almost didn't write this because she, she felt so much shame about writing this topic. She felt like she wasn't worthy enough to speak about this topic. So she herself dealt with shame and, and these feelings of unworthiness when she wrote these book, this book and other books that she's written. So specifically in Daring Greatly, she speaks about shame and vulnerability a lot, like I said. There are four myths of vulnerability that I want to speak about. First of all, she says that vulnerability is weakness. Everyone thinks that if we're vulnerable, that we're weak. People who show vulnerability are labeled to be weak. No matter if they're male or female, that is what we, what we say. It's a myth. Secondly, people say, I don't do vulnerability. It's like something that they are not capable of doing, just like they're not capable of showing emotion. They don't do vulnerability because they're afraid of it. It's not because they can't do it. It's they don't do it because they're afraid to show their true self to the world. Because if they showed their true self to the world, then they would have to actually follow up on all the different things that they're saying. It's easier to hide behind a mask and to not do all the important things that you're supposed to be doing. The third myth is that vulnerability is about letting it all hang out. That's not what vulnerability is all about. You're not, as soon as you become vulnerable, you don't actually start talking to strangers on the street and telling them all of your deep, dark secrets. No, that's not what it's all about. You choose a few people. There are a few people in your life, good or bad, whatever it might be, these are the people that you trust. And once you trust them, that is when you can be vulnerable with them. These are the people who deserve your stories. These are the people you, you're going to be vulnerable with. So you're not vulnerable with everyone that comes into your life, but only a few specific people. The fourth myth is that we can go it alone. And this is kind of like a, a trend with all of the different people that I speak to, especially entrepreneurs. We have this thing where we have to go it alone. We don't ask for help. We are afraid to ask for help. Um, we think that we, if we don't go it alone, we're not strong enough. Um, and we have all of these random myths associated with it. You don't have to go it alone. Vulnerability is all about showing your true self, your authentic self to the people around you, letting them show their authentic self to you, and connecting on a deeper level so that all of you can move forward together as a group. It's not just about doing it on your own and going it on your own because that's not what we are all about. Human beings are all about connection and social networks. We're supposed to connect with others. We're supposed to talk to others and tell them our stories. That's what life is all about. It's about showing your true self to someone else, 
seeing their true self in return and making that connection. So these are the four myths of vulnerability. Vulnerability is weakness, which is not true. I don't do vulnerability, which is what a lot of people say. Vulnerability is all about letting it all hang out, not true. And we can go it alone, again, not true. So shame, we all have shame, like I said earlier. We all feel shame. Shame is one of those emotions, just like jealousy, just like anxiety, anger, fear. It's one of those emotions that is, you know, apparent to all human beings. No matter if you are a human, you've probably felt shame sometime in your life. But what we do and what causes shame to grow bigger and bigger in our heart is because we don't talk about it. We don't talk about it, we ignore it, and the more we ignore it, the bigger it becomes, and the bigger it becomes, the more control it has over you. So the main thing that she says about shame and shame resilience, about beating shame, is that you need to talk about it. And that's one of the hardest things to do. I mean, being vulnerable is hard enough, but talking about the fact that you feel shameful about something is one of the hardest things on this planet. And that's why I love Bren Brown so much, because she is doing it on a world platform. She's doing it on a platform where everyone can see her and see her being vulnerable and showing her shameful side. And she's doing this so that all of us, people like us, can feel comfortable and show ourselves in our shame, you know, show who, what we're ashamed of and tell people, have that conversation with others where mostly in the past people would be too afraid to have that conversation. But now we are giving ourselves permission to have that conversation with the loved ones, the people who, trust, who we trust, only people we trust. And we're not going to have this conversation with everyone on this planet but if you have a few people, maybe one or two people in your life that you trust, and you're going to have that conversation with them. The main thing about shame and shame resilience, first of all, there are four steps. First of all is you have to recognize that you're feeling shame. So you're feeling not worthy, you're not feeling good enough, and you have to recognize your triggers. So everyone has their own triggers. Uh, sometimes some people might feel shame because of money. Other people might feel shame because of the, the clothes that they're wearing. Other people might shame, feel shame because of their parents or because of the relationships or because of whatever it might be, their bodies. You know, there's different things, different triggers for different people. As soon as you recognize what that trigger is for you, then you can start recognizing that this is going to cause you shame and you can instantly be aware of it that, yes, I'm feeling shame right now. And as soon as you're critically aware of it, you make sure that you realize, am I actually supposed to be feeling shame about this? Or is it just a random myth in my head or a limit in my head that I've created? Because a lot of times, the shame that you're feeling isn't actually supposed to be shame. It's something that you are you know, doing, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you should be feeling shame about it. It's just something that's apparent in your life. For example, some people feel shame about um, the furniture in their house. Maybe they just moved into a new house and they don't have enough money to buy new furniture, so they, bought, they got hand-me-downs. Again, when people come over to their house, they feel shame. They, they're always trying to explain, I'm sorry, my couch isn't that great, I'm sorry about that. Uh, we're still, you know, we just moved in, we don't have that much money, la la. No one else notices that. And if they do, I mean, they shouldn't be part of your life because if they care so much about the couch that you have more than your relationship or friendship with them, you need to get rid of those people. But most people are not going to notice your couch. Seriously, no one actually notices your couch or furniture except for yourself. And so you need to realize, be critically aware that this is just a shame trigger that's happening and it's not really true. No one else cares except for you. And as soon as you realize that, that shame loses control over you. You don't feel its power over you. Shame only grows when you ignore it 
And that's when it just gains power. It becomes like this huge monster under your bed because you're not thinking about it. You're ignoring it. You're trying to run away from it. Like I say with fear or any emotion, you have to lean into it so that the more you lean into it, the more it dissipates. The third thing is reaching out. And that's the hardest step, obviously, right? I mean, we are so afraid of reaching out, especially about these vulnerable, shameful issues. If you're feeling shame about something that's going on in your life, maybe you're feeling shameful that you can't take care of yourself properly, or you don't have enough money coming in your business right now, or you feel like you're afraid to be the entrepreneur that you know you're meant to be. There's so many things that cause us shame. But what we do is that we keep it inside of us, and we don't talk to people about it. And for the longest time, I, didn't, I did the same thing. I was afraid to tell people what's going on with me. I was afraid to be vulnerable. I was afraid to say, what is going on with me? To the, my closest friends, even. My family. I couldn't talk to them about what's going on with me. I felt afraid. And the more afraid I was, the more I closed off myself, the less authentic I was with the people around me, the less magical my world was, the less magical my life was. Now, I am so open with everyone around me. I tell everyone everything that's going on with me, especially the shameful, vulnerable issues that are going on with me. Whenever I feel afraid to be in my business, I talk to people about it. I reach out to other people. I tell people I'm feeling sad or afraid or fearful. And as soon as I reach out to everyone I trust, and then they're able to, you know, console me, make me feel better, as soon as I do that, the shame dissipates. You know, I don't feel shame anymore. I don't feel those emotions anymore. It all goes away. And so speaking shame, which is the last step, so the four steps are recognizing shame, critical awareness, reaching out, and speaking shame. Speaking shame is obviously a very hard thing to do, but you need to do it. The more we're able to speak shame to each other, the more we're able to open up this forum where it's easy to speak about these hard issues, the easier it becomes for us to connect with other people, the easier it becomes to live in this world. There's so many masks that all of us are wearing, and it's so hard sometimes to live in this world where you just want to reach out to someone and give them a hug and tell them you love them, but you're not able to do that because you have so many barriers in between us, so much personal space, so much, so much distance that's been created between us and someone else. And feeling the shame and then reaching out with the shame and speaking about it, that is where true change is going to happen. That is when you're going to be able to change your life completely. That is what happened with me. The minute I was able to reach out to the people in my life and tell them exactly what's going on with me. What am I feeling right now? Why am I feeling this way? That is when we had true conversations. Until that, everything was artificial. Everything was unreal. As soon as I started speaking about shame and talking to people about it, that is when I was able to break free of these barriers that I'd created for myself. I was able to open up and not be as closed off anymore as I was before. And that completely changed my mind. That's the reason I was able to open up this business based on meditation. I would never have done that before. That's the reason I'm able to move to Chiang Mai, you know, to, to work on my business further. Because I'm brave now. Because I can have this conversation. I'm not afraid anymore. Because I've had the tough conversations. Besides doing the tough conversation, everything else is easy in comparison. The final thing I want to talk to you about is vulnerability shields. We're so afraid to be vulnerable that there are shields that we use in order to feel less vulnerable. There are three of them that she speaks about. Foreboding joy, perfectionism, and numbing. And I'm sure you guys can relate to that. A lot of times I've said the same thing before. We have this feeling that we're not supposed to be happy. So when we feel a lot of joy or we're really happy about something, we think to ourselves, oh my God, is the other shoe going to drop? Why am I so happy? How did I get to be so lucky? 
What's going to happen? I bet you something bad's going to happen because I'm getting so much good stuff in my life. That's not how life works. Unfortunately, we think that way, so it ends up working that way because thoughts create your reality. But mostly, life isn't like that. If you're feeling a lot of joy, there's a reason for it. You're bringing that joy into your life. And it doesn't necessarily mean that bad things are coming in the future. But we have a tendency to do that, and that's how we prevent ourselves from being vulnerable. Because feeling joy is all about being vulnerable. Feeling that you know, joy and gratitude for the world is about being vulnerable. Saying that, yes, I feel the emotion, and I'm grateful for it. And I just, I want to feel as much as I can. Another thing is perfectionism. We think that if we can make everything perfect, everything clean, everything nice, then we don't have to feel vulnerable anymore. Obviously that doesn't work. You can, you can be as perfect as you want, or try to be at least, and still there's going to be situations that are going to come up that are going to try to show you that you know, you're not the perfect being you are. And you need to be vulnerable in those moments. That's how we kind of create barriers between us and other people. We think we're perfect, and then we berate them for not being perfect. A lot of mothers do that. You know, they, they look at mothers that are having a hard time struggling with their child who's throwing a temper tantrum, and they judge them. She specifically says in the book not to do that. Especially if you're a mother, you should understand, you know, the, the, the struggle that a, mother, a new mother has with their child, or any mothers have with their children. So do not judge anyone. Don't judge because you think you're perfect and someone else isn't. Because you're not perfect and neither are they. We're all imperfect in our, in our perfectness. The last thing, the last thing is numbing. And all of us do this. You know, we don't want to feel. So we numb ourselves. And that's one of the hardest things to do because as soon as you start numbing yourself, you lose all authentic connection with the people around you. It means you're not going to have those connections that we're all so much craving all the time. All of us crave that connection. But if you're numb on the inside, people will feel it. And they will not want to connect with you. No one wants to connect with a numb individual. It's it's an artificial, superficial relationship. And no one wants that. Everyone wants an authentic connection. So foreboding joy, perfectionism, and numbing are three shields that we use in order to prevent ourselves from feeling vulnerable. And she says, Bren Brown says, the main way to kind of get over these vulnerability shields is gratitude. And gratitude is such a powerful emotion. If you feel gratitude even for a few minutes a day, it actually changes your brain structure. It changes your brain chemistry. And it's just such a powerful feeling. It makes you feel so happy. And if you can feel gratitude for everything that's in your life without feeling like the other shoe is going to drop, then you're letting yourself be vulnerable. And in those moments, in those vulnerable, grateful moments, you're allowing yourself to connect not only with this universe, with this collective consciousness, with the source, but with everyone around you. And that kind of connection you cannot beat. So I hope that some of these tips, some of these things that she talks about, it's such a powerful topic to speak about. And that's the reason I wanted to include this book in these series. It's such a great book. It's Daring Greatly by Bren Brown. I absolutely recommend it to everyone that is watching right now and everyone on this planet. There's so many conversations that we need to have about shame that we don't because we're too ashamed to have those conversations. We're too afraid to have those conversations. My goal in life is to have those difficult conversations, those sweaty 10-minute conversations. Get it all out in the open. The more you're able to release all of this stuff and get it out in the open, the less control it has over you. You don't want to be controlled by anything. Really, you don't, especially not an emotion. I hope that this helps you. You're more than welcome to join my free Facebook group, The Millionaire Happy. If not, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. 
I'll be speaking about a different book tomorrow, and I hope that you guys will join me there as well. If not, I'll talk to you guys some other time. My name is Boom Shaka. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. Go check out my website at themillionairehippie.com if you want more free, awesome content. If you really like the podcast, please consider giving me a five-star review on iTunes. Until next time, namaste. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.